Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Tales from Darkmoon Vale. Hollow's Last Hope, Episode 9. Woohoo! We're almost home. Unlucky number 9. <laughs> so close to home, and yet so far. Yep, it's got pretty three much. chumps standing in our way. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names, but I'm calling them Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> beat them into the ground. Their names are actually it. Rudy, Garrett, and Mickey, but they're not you weren't far Daryl, Daryl, and Daryl. Yeah. It's not uh, Daryl, my cousin no. Daryl, my other cousin Daryl. Sorry. God, that's a really old reference, by the way. I don't know if anybody's yeah, actually... Is. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Somebody got it. Excellent. That's okay. Let's beat them. Yeah. All right, recapping. Well, Dang yes. It. Brief rewind. So eager for bloodlust. Yeah, I'm apparently uh, Clove slash Jessica really wants to go to town on these guys. Yes. How dare. To give a recap of last time, though, the party had ventured down to the lower level of the Dwarven Monastery, encountering a warg as well as a pair of wolves. The warg rather fiendishly decided to uh, try to start eating some of the mushrooms that you all needed for your cure. It's okay, I have his skin now. That sounds way creepy. Ew. Maybe not something you want to lead with in the future. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, he made me mad, so now I have his skin. Anyway, uh... So Celestine secretly okay, follows Zonkathon. I was gonna, I was gonna say that's wow. a little bit more Nurgaburgaber. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded a lot like Lowry to a little, me. This but... little skinsaw woman going on. Yeah, pyramid yeah. head. Pyramid head. Yeah. Um, anyway, this went uh-oh. a dark place. Let's let's not go quite that. Yeah, dark. let's uh, let's bring it back a bit. But you did manage to defeat the warg and uh, the remnants of his clan. He Actually, tried to I say eat our remnants. mushrooms. That and also there are far more wolves than just the four you fought at the monastery. They're just off doing wolf stuff now that a warg's not leading them. Off living rich wolf lives. Yeah. Good. And in fact, uh, one of them the has recovered. You didn't actually see it out front when you got back to the upper oh, level. Okay. So okay. Just oh, wandered maybe off to he'll the remember one day that I didn't kill him. Maybe. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, that sounds like a bit of a threat. <laughs> I <hope he> remembers <laughs> this. <laughs> I let you live. Remember that. Not how that. it was intended whatsoever. <laughs> I know. I just... yeah, Rachel taking the Batman approach to things. <laughs> Where's your boss? Who does he work for? I don't think my little halfling would do that at all. Sorry to me. Uh, wow. From there, though, you then left the monastery sleeping in the No Bear Cave, um, as it is affectionately nope. known. No bear cave. <laughs> and then a major way across the river to head back to town. One of us almost didn't make it. Amrith had some trouble. Uh, yeah, the biggest trouble of this entire adventure. Yeah, but with the help of Clove, uh, he managed to get across. And I believe Grim was rather instrumental to that as well. I try. Though Clove, of course, literally carried him across, which helped a lot. Oh, and Reggie can talk. And yeah, Reggie can talk and fly! now. Woo! We yeah, she up. had a lot of fun yes. just hovering over you going, oh, God, oh, God. Um, um. Reggie's just a smaller, cuter clove. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they get along so well. Yeah. She just imprinted on clove's personality more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you crossed, headed through the rest of the wood as evening started to fall. You took a breath of the non-wooded air. I don't know if there's really much difference, but apparently there is. Oh, back to the smog. <laughs> Back There's to distinctively this. less okay. pine here. Yes, smog and pollution of Falcon's Hollow. When three miscreants stepped out from the woods nearby, apparently waiting for you, 
They then informed you that the cure was going to go to the Lumber Consortium and that they weren't taking no for an answer. And we were like, then die. No, you were like, then die. The rest of us aren't going to murder people. (laughs) I can't help it. Speak for yourself. I I can't non-lethal them with my magic. I have a question for you, Ross. Yes. And you can tell me that this is just me having to make a determination of my own. Would I consider these people to be an enemy of my people? They are literally (laughs) trying to prevent the cure from being widespread. I am literally incapable of showing mercy. Okay, well, let's talk about the fact that they were sent here by the leaders of the Lumber Consortium. And if they're found dead outside of town and everyone in town knows we left, we're going to get arrested. Against my people, I will show no mercy. I will not allow their surrender except when strategy warrants. So maybe strategy does warrant here. I will defeat them. Yet even in the dire struggle, I will act in a way that honors Torak. We know some really hungry wolves. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we just won't let the (laughs) All right, as everybody takes a step towards the evil alignment, and for once it's not me. I can't cover this up because that would be a crime. So I can't perform that crime. You have to go check on your granddaughter. So I would find it rustic architecture. (laughs) All right, so Clove and Aaron and Anth are both neutral now. That's fine. I well, think that's I mean, up to Rosemary's me to decide, technically. Um, <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. That's pretty dark. <laughs> also, it just reminded me of Mafia 3, where like you could get rid of uh, bodies by throwing them to crocodiles. And that's it was true. amazing. Just be careful not to fall on yourself. <laughs> true. Anyway, the sorry, Rick, what were you no saying? Mercy. Uh, yeah, so I guess my question here was, and again, you could say it's a determinate thing, but I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to show mercy unless strategy would warrant it. I think yeah. let's not all get arrested. It's a little bit more complicated simply because if this gets back in the wrong way, the town could also prevent you from being able to help people in the future, which is probably not great. So it's definitely I could see you arguing either way, which structure is is above uh, which my top anathema is tell lies or cheat someone intentionally create inferior works or show mercy to the enemies of my people I see so what happens if they surrender are we considered your people because if you kill them does that not hurt us that's yeah it's questionable Mm. Uh, that's that's where we get into this debate Uh, my tenant specifically says I will not allow their surrender except when strategy warrants and if they don't ask for surrender, I will not allow well, it. Oh yeah, all. if they don't ask for surrender, yeah. <laughs> but if they do, hmm, interesting. I just feel like beating these thugs to death right outside of town is going to be more detrimental well, they're, than they're just legal authority that's them ab- abusing their legal authority on. and turning into highway robbery. So yeah, but do you want to get arrested when we get back to town because the entire town's corrupt? We're gonna buy the town. I bet you could bribe them. <laughs> we, we should try we bribing have so them. much platinum. We could have tried bribing them. Not a platinum, though. That's way too much. Oh, no. We're a little past that point now, unfortunately. I know. It's too late now, but we should have thought of that. Yeah. It's a good question. I mean, I think, honestly, we probably just need to see how this plays out because... The fact is, if they're threatening me mm-hmm. and just me, my it's the term it's the terminology of my people. Mm-hmm. Now, I could view this as a threat to, my, to Grimm's family mm-hmm. because they're attempting to take this cure, which I need. Yeah. And Grimm's family is definitely his people. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I rage for a minute or until I perceive no enemies and I can't do anything that requires thinking while I'm raging. So I'm just going to hit them till they're not around anymore. 
I think we may just have to get into this and then deal with the consequences after the fact. Or I'm unconscious. This seems a little. I mean, extreme. I think it's point of for. I think it's sort of pointless to go out and do all of this and get the cure and then murder three random dudes and get arrested. Is what I'm saying. Well, I literally can't do anything to stop it. So maybe somebody now, else will have the killing. Second flow. edition barbarians we'll still are yep. not allowed to do anything that requires patience or thinking. It says. Well, it depends on what. It's all about the traits that actions have. I can't use actions with the concentrate trait unless I also have the rage trait. Um, but I can seek. It doesn't say anything else about it. But I can't voluntarily yes. stop raging if there are enemies nearby. This is about to end really badly. Yeah, this is, is probably right, going to well, be a disaster. Let's find out what happens. Yeah, let's, yeah, do let's it. just see what happens. <laughs> let's what do, we do? do it. Okay. Well, first of all, let's go in and get some initiatives here. Oh, my God. Wow. Also, you can't non-lethal magic, can you? Nope. No, you can't. It's not, an, uh, it's not a weapon attack. Clove. She rolls a 17 for a 24. Wowzers. Amaranth. I <laughs> uh, roll a five for a nine. Celestine. Roll a 19 for a 25. Astrea. Roll a 16 for a 23. Grim. A nine for a 14. Okay. Well, Celestine, you have the first initiative as we kick this off. All right. I'm going to take a stride action and just move 20 feet forward. And then I'm going to non-lethally... I guess draw my weapon as I move and then uh, you actually can't anymore well that's what I'm saying I'm taking an action to okay, draw the fine. weapon then I will uh, non-lethally attack the one to my left okay sounds good go ahead and make your attack roll it's minus two for non-lethal that is correct I get an 18 an 18 does strike your target I do nine points of damage ow you slap him in the side of the face, a large bruise appearing on his cheek. Rudy you takes a... You should really leave. <laughs> oh. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, you got some fight on this one. <laughs> oh, God, they're so stupid. I just want them to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clove, uh, you might have a chance to change that then. Oh, is it Clove's turn? Yep. Yeah, Clove rages. All righty. Uh, and essentially, it's like, I hate the Lumber Consortium. They take everything. And then runs the 20 feet forward and, like, hacks at the first one with her machete. Okay. I roll an 11 for an 18. An 18 or, hits sorry, your target? A, a 19, because we're level two. Ah, yes. A 19 hits your target. Uh, nine points of damage. All right. You slice him on his forearm as he takes a step back. <laughs> All right, from there we go to Astrea. Astrea will move forward the 25 feet to the one straight ahead. Okay. Um, she is, however, going to do non-lethal. Sounds good. So the minus two to my hit B, and I rolled an eight for a 19, minus two, 17. 17. 17, unfortunately, does not hit your target. He just barely oh, manages wow. to slap your blade out of the way. Okay. Well, we found the race. one. I like that no. Grim's like, hmm, impressive. <laughs> so from there, we go to them. Yeah. Dang it, Grim. Too slow. <laughs> I'm, too busy, I'm too busy over here contemplating the various levels of my paladin's code. <laughs> There's a lot of arithmetic. You guys do realize that if you get sick and you hand this over to them, you're not getting cured. You realize you're in over your head, right? Uh, that's rich coming from you. Hey, that's weird. Rose. That one moves over and goes on ahead. So and I have mm -hmm. I have a new reaction called No Escape. All right. Um, he's stepping somewhere, 
I don't he's know if moving, it counts yes. though. Uh, uh, he, I don't think. I think step is a separate. Hold on, let type me of look action. at the actual wording because I may yeah. or may not be able to move with him. Let's see. No, you keep pace with the retreating foe. Stride up to your speed, following that foe and keeping it in reach throughout its movement. Uh, the trigger is a foe within reach attempts to move away from and he you. Just, he's actually yeah, still he moving inside of your you. reach. Yeah. Yeah. Then I will save it. Very well. So he moves to there. Also, idiots like you don't know anything. So, like, why do you think we would listen to you? Hmm. Well, I don't think a 14 is going to be a great start. You can't even hit a little girl. He will try a second time. (laughs) Sassy. Now he criticaled you because you had to sass. (laughs) That's how Rosemary works. It wouldn't be the first time she's gotten critical for sassing. It's true. My dice apparently hate you. I'm sorry. Uh, That is a perfect 20. It's okay. Uh, I got barbarian hit points. We'll put it up to a 24. So um, that does that does hit me regularly. So with the perfect 20, it goes up to a critical Seems hit. Seems like this is the Walking Dead, Daryl. <laughs> 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 Nothing from Heather, really? I, I thought you loved Roman I do, Reese. but yeah, I, I sighed. I just wasn't facing the mic. <laughs> His spear uh, sinks see. into your side for 18 points of damage. Oh! Jesus. Okay, then. I'm only half health. It's fine. <laughs> only. It's not great, but it's fine. Oh, my this God. This one takes a step forward into the flank. Frickin' rogues. So you're flat-footed against this attack, which means you have a minus two armor class. Okay. So does an 18 hit you? Yep. Uh, I'm is, sorry. It's going to get rough. This is going bad. Hold on, I'm going to look up the death and dying rules. Yeah. Mm. I know them. I almost died. It's <laughs> <you're> familiar. <laughs> mm. Okay, so that is 15 points of damage. Oh, oh my God. All right, I'm not dead. Yeah, no, you're still standing. The second attack is a 15 versus your flat-footed AC. No. Very well. So his second attack does not do anything, but still the two of them stab you viciously. And yes, Rick, I am still going to borrow that term every once in a while. No, you're fine. (laughs) Astrea, does a 20 hit you? Yes. These guys are actually good. Yeah, you better just freaking hit them. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. So, eight <laughs> points of damage with the strike as he launches in with the spear. He then grabs you by the collar, tossing you to the side. Uh, this actually makes what? you flat-footed for his next attack. What? Rogues. Oh, that's a cool... Uh, no, it's one of the cool rogue things where the they can constable's uh, niece. grab people and make them off balance with a... Mm-hmm. I think it's a freehand fighter yep. kind of thing. He attacks again. Actually doing a lot worse this time. Um, So that's an 11 to hit you. I don't think that does it even flat-footed. So that's unfortunate for him. Uh, He'll just go on ahead. God, it's only one action to do that, too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He'll just going to go ahead and make a last-ditch attack. Sniping strike is even an action? Jesus. Yeah, sniping strike is a melee attack in addition to... Oh, Oh, jeez. Oh, I have that. That's brutal. Oh, until the ruffian's next turn. Okay. Sounds good. So he'll go in and make another so attack. Take you're still fl- that right now. Yeah, you're still flat-footed. Just for the camera's sake, uh, mm-hmm. I forgot I had temporary hit points. So actually, I'm better than I thought I was. Not great, but better. We just like there's like a slow mo rewind as <laughs> some of the blood kind of goes back into points. you. <laughs> she raging, has temporary baby. hit points from raging. So uh, the last attack is a four. I don't think that's gonna do it. No. All right. So he throws you off balance and then tries to strike twice, and you just barely manage to stay ahead of his blows. 
ducking out of the way. Punch him in the nuts. Uh, and that is all of their turn. <laughs> so next we go to Grim. Grim looks them over. Well, you just made this decision a lot easier. Murder! And begins striding his way forward as he reaches over, pulls that magic hatchet off of his belt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> spins it in hefts as he charges his way forward. Because now not only are they brigands stopping us on the road and also interfering with this, now they're trying to murder people yeah, in front of me. Yeah, it's true. So, so it's okay I mean, to, be fair, to kill them. We kind of hit them with some weapons first, but... I did non-lethal, thank you. I'm a child. So did I. Grim closes <laughs> and swings, rolling a 12 for a 20. <laughs> a 20 hits your target. There she goes. Nine points of damage as I slam Whoa. my axe into him. Grim, we can't kill them. The consortium's going to throw us all in jail, and then These no one will get the are cure. Criminals. We can at the very least drop off what we've gotten before we turn ourselves into the proper authorities. The needs of the many. We're all going to die. The proper authorities are the consortium. These are their men. We're all going I to get I cannot risk hanged. these people knowing where I live and my granddaughter lives. So, no. My people come first. The man staggers back, red blood welling across his chest. <laughs> well, looks like old Gramps got himself it's a good swinging arm. five against three. Can you guys not do math? Well, no, of course not. They're stupid. Well, the point of year one don't seem to be all that strong. Kid's almost dead. I think we got even odds. And as he finishes saying this, Amaranth, it's your turn. <clears throat> Excuse me, children. You deal with forces you do not even understand. He casts a fully empowered magic missile hitting all three of them. Take that. Nice. <laughs> one missile okay. per person. He's not trying to kill them. All right. I'm not a murderer. I'm just a... Severely lethally injured. I will point out this is not right, murder. This is self defense. Whatever. He's not being under attack. Uh, the, <laughs> the one that's uh, facing off against uh, Grim Estrella and uh, Celestine takes three points of damage. The one that's facing off against Clove and. Uh, just Clove. Really just Clove. Takes five points of damage. The one that's flanking with uh, Clove takes two points of damage. Your missiles Aha! fly yeah. forward, striking each one of them. They take a step back. Oddly almost in unison, though, they each curse a different curse. The one fighting Clove turns over, the one closest Amaranth turns over and reappraises. <laughs> Got ourselves a wizard, we do. That's right, I am a wizard, and a darn good one, too. Shut up, Elf, they're gonna try to kill you. I believe that was all three of your actions, though, right? It was all three of my actions, and Amaranth is steamed as a free action. Steamed! <laughs> steamed! <laughs> I take one level of barbarian. Very well, you have the steamed condition. Um, from Woo. there, <laughs> we go to Celestine. Absolutely steamed. All right, Celestine's going to move 10 feet forward. Which one of these As you people... do, it provokes an attack of opportunity from both of them. Uh, Ooh, oh, crowd. Yep. Dang it. Well, again, good news, bad news. I don't think a 14 hits Celestine. No. But a 23 probably does. Is yes. she flanked for this attack? All right. No, because it was triggered when she was going to move from okay. this yeah. square to that square. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> At least it's not sneak attack. Yeah. You take seven points of damage from the blow, though, as he stabs you across your side. Which one of them looks more injured? Well, the, currently the one that Grim 
Astraea and you were fighting. All right. I'm going to yeah. attack that one still non-lethally. Okay. Going to make your attack. I roll a 16, which is a 14 plus 8, 22. Yep. And he is flat-footed for the attack. So, yeah, that counts. You hit. Uh, I do nine points of damage. Or Sorry, no. Eight plus five is 13 points of damage. I can't add. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. You slap him again in the back of the head. You're pretty sure that you just pummel striked him right in that sweet spot in the back where you just yeah collapse. He slumps to the ground, no longer able to move. All right, and then I will turn to the one that is flanked between me and uh, technically, I guess, Rosemary at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I roll a perfect 20. <laughs> Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, perfect 20 hits. Um, what do you... So, uh, what do you... I rolled a 14 minus 5, mm-hmm. or because it's my second swing as a 9, minus 2 because of the non-lethal makes that a 7, plus my 8 to hit is only a 15. So I think I just hit. I don't think it's a critical. Yeah, a 15 would not normally hit. So, But you rolled a perfect 20, which does make it a hit. So go ahead and roll your damage. damage. (laughs) Nice. So I roll an eight plus my four is a 12. And then on the sneak attack dice, it's a six. So 18 points of damage. Dang. Ow. (laughs) Way to dish it back. You slap this guy in a similar position, just pummel striking him. He doesn't collapse, but he does dizzily spin for a moment. You almost think he's about to. You really need to leave. We ain't going nowhere, Missy. Not till you're split it on my spike. That's gross. Ew. Then I'll cook you. Cannibals? That doesn't make any sense. Ew. What? Ew. The hills do have eyes. (laughs) (laughs) They gotta stop giving them those. Um, Clove. Clove doesn't like being in this position. Clove takes a step forward and then continues to wail on the same guy that she's been hitting. Okay. She rolls an 11 for a 19. A 19 hits your target. Mm. Minimum damage for seven. Still hurts, though, as you swipe into him. Swings on him again. Mm. Not great, this one. Only a 10. A 10 sadly does not hit your target. Yeah, I rolled a seven. Sevens will do that. But you still swipe your machete into him, drawing out some blood as he curses again. Australia. Australia is going to move five feet forward okay. and try to just knock this guy out real quick. Go ahead and make your attack roll. All right. That would be uh, 19 plus 11 is a 30 minus two is a 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. It's one well, uh, Jeez, a 28. I rolled a 19. <laughs> Twenty-eight tw- criticals, right? <laughs> yeah, tw- yeah, 28 does critical in this case. Nice. So nice. go on and double your damage. Oh, He's uh, going to be extra dead. Pretty, pretty dang sure I knocked him out. I did 12 points of damage. Oh, <laughs> nice. Very well. You step forward, take your short sword, and swipe him across the knee as he collapses before slapping him in the throat with the pommel as he just sort of chokes and collapses to the ground. <sighs> I'm glad someone else here is seeing reason. <sighs> Not that I didn't want to. All right. And then Estrella is going to take her third action to move again and get um, next to Clove and kind of in the pathway between uh, the guy and Amaranth. Mm. Protect the wizard. It's better if you just stop now 
before this gets out of hand. <laughs> and from Estrella, we go to this guy. He's still got some fight left in him. His companions are down. Nah, they don't pay him enough to be smart, so he's going to go on ahead and attack. Oh, they don't I thought you were going to say they don't pay him to enough to deal smart. with this. That was... uh, <laughs> nope. They, they pick the loyal ones over the smart ones. <laughs> yep. So let's see here. Admittedly, if you're loyal to the Lumber Consortium, you're either one of their leaders or you're not very smart. Yeah, he'll probably go on ahead. I mean, honestly, Clove looks pretty bloody, so he's probably going to go in and use his first attack against her. She foams at the mouth and growls at him. Ooh. Only- Frothy. Frothy the squirrel. I don't suppose it, it triggers an attack of opportunity or anything, does it? No. A regular attack sadly no. does Dang. not. Dang. <laughs> you're just out of my range. Yeah, that's also true, unfortunately. Does a 17 hit Clove? No! Ha ha! Oh, all right. So Clove ducks out of the way with surprising grace, considering that she's currently in anger mode. He'll go on ahead and try yeah. again, though. Rude. He is pretty rude. However, I don't think a 16 will hit either. Nope. She so, sticks out her tongue at him. Huh. He was not expecting this to go this way. Well, we'll try one there. more time. Maybe you should just stop. Does an 18 hit? On a nose. Oh. oh. The worst part is he rolled a 19 I'm on raging. that last oh, attack. Oh, you're raging. Dang it. Oh. If you weren't raging, it wouldn't have hit her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. He's not Sadly, blinking. that is 10 points of damage. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm Owie. Zero. All right, so you're at zero. I believe you currently have the dying one condition. I'm going to use my hero points to, for heroic recovery on my turn. Yeah, keep in mind that your turn you're now goes right before him. Yep. So I mean, the, the oh, good side of that is, yeah, like, if something hits you and suddenly you're at dying three or whatever, you've got a while before it's not like, and by the way, your turn is next, and now you're dead. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, like, that's the logic behind having yeah. it move you in the initiative. Buy a chance for us to get you up. You are really going to regret that. <laughs> oh, man, she went down good. He doesn't seem to be paying oh, attention. So gross. disgusting. Next. From there, let's go to Grim. Yep, Grim closes the distance, hefts his hatchet, and swings at this guy. All right, make your attack. Ooh. Uh, it's an 11 for an 18. An that 18 hit. hits your target. Hey. And it's seven points of damage. You swipe in across his uh, shoulder as he staggers back. Oh, yeah, all right, there's still more of you. You have another action left. All right, it's an agile weapon, so sure. That'd be a perfect 20. (laughs) I'm assuming a 24 confirms. Yeah, a 24 would normally hit, so 24 makes makes it a critical. Uh, that's oh, no. going to cut his head off. 14 points of damage as I spin oh, my hand, nice. or spin my uh, hatchet back around. You bury the hatchet between his eyes. It sinks down practically to the handle. You don't hurt my friends. Grim plants a boot on his chest and kicks him off of his axe. No, no, oh, no. Oh, so rad. And reaches a hand no, down towards no, Clove. No, no, And Yay when me. you take it, I also heal you for six points of damage. <laughs> Yay, me. We are all going to die. They just tried to murder a 15-year-old they girl. Don't Look care. at me. The town might care. No, the town doesn't care when good people get hurt because of a consortium. Well, sure, but the people that have the cure, they might care. 
It's not going to change anything. We're all just going to disappear into the night and people will say, oh, they just left town. It's fine. It's not going to be quite that easy. No, it is that easy. That's exactly what happened to my parents. Well, my parents died because of the consortium, too, but you don't see me scared of them. Well, I'm glad to know you're willing to hang. For what's right, yeah. What's right is taking the cure to the town and getting it to as many people as possible and staying alive to help out in the future, not wasting your life on some thug. They almost killed me. I don't know how successful that would have been if Grim hadn't stepped in. This man, this man may have killed her and would have killed any of us. Now, these other two... That doesn't change the fact that we're all going to get arrested for murder. If we just go... I mean, it's their word against ours, and I'm the niece of the magistrate, uh, just for one, so I can vouch for you guys. They've been looking for an excuse to arrest me for years. Me just being here is going to be enough to get me arrested. I can't believe that you're okay with murder. These men were attempting to kill us. This was self-defense. Either way, I think we should Uh, get out of the open. They also offered no proper documentation as to their status. If they are guardsmen, militia, or otherwise, there was no badge or insignia upon them. Thus, we could reasonably argue that they were indeed brigands. Actually, I believe that they never even answered to the title militia. I'm glad you think any of that matters to the legal system in this town. What matters to me is getting back and providing this cure and making certain that my granddaughter is alright. If they wish to come and deal with me, Grim shrugs, wiping off the hatchet on the dead body. Knocked them all out, left them here in the street, gone and... No! No! We do not show mercy to the enemies of our people! The fact of the matter is, is these men stepped forward and opposed us. They attempted to steal from us. They attempted to use this cure to abuse innocence and take advantage of the weak and disenfranchised. When an enemy presents themselves, an enemy to your people, an enemy to your family, an enemy to any of you, I will stop at nothing to stop them. Okay, everyone needs to calm down. I think we need to drag the two unconscious ones out of you, probably this one too, and then we need to go straight to Laurel. For all we know... They might be after what her, too. What good is it to kill these people and get murdered and leave your granddaughter and your daughter-in-law all alone without you to protect them in the future? I will deal with that when they come to my door. But if they come to my door looking for a fight, they will not find a feeble old man. I will not hide. Okay, we still need to, to move on, though. I know everybody's yes. really amped up. But we still need to finish the mission. Get the cure to Laurel. Get the cure to the people. Grim nods. Mm -hmm. Leans over the body. Takes his holy symbol in his hand. Whispers a prayer as he closes the man's eyes. I did not want it to end this way. Celestine starts walking into town. Grim kind of looks back over towards Amaranth. (sighs) Children. Drags the body off to the side. You absolutely did the right thing. He'll help him with the body, even though he's, like, useless because 10 strength. Clove, with her six hit points and wounded one condition, does not give a F that this guy is dead. Is that Clove or Rosemary? But does think that, uh, probably both, actually, Mm. because Clove hates the consortium as much as anybody else. Before we go any further, 
If they have Laurel, we should hurry. True, but you need to be in fighting shape first. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll take the time to herbalism must or not herbalism, uh, to How medicine myself. How long does it take out of curiosity? Ten minutes. Then I'll use that ten minutes to uh, pray over the... Well, I have already said my prayer for that guy, so I'll take that ten minutes just to pray to Torag and... Move all the bodies. Contemplate my complex code. <laughs> Uh, I can never knowingly allow an innocent to come to harm, uh, but that's below allowing mercy. So I get a 21 on uh, my check to heal myself, so I think that passes. Yeah, that does. So that is 2d8, and I believe you also lose the wounded condition. Woo! Well, I'm halfway to full. Almost. Yeah, Grim stands up after his prayers to Torag, but mostly to Grundinar to help him find a way through this situation. Perhaps the peacemaker will look down on us. We'll see, I guess. I mean, this is Anduin, birthplace of democracy. Certainly there's some justice here. Uh, this town is really bad. Actually, we should probably all leave this town. Probably not. Well, it's not really an easy option for some of us. No, no. If I'm here, I'm here for a reason. Perhaps it's we to We have a lot of money. Maybe we could buy it. <laughs> you raise a valid point. If everybody's corrupt, they're probably bribable. Or, worst case, as was done in the past, leave, raise an army, come back and liberate the town. That's a lot. Oh, it's been done several Do times before throughout an history. Army? Money. Money, mostly. I actually find that the greater motivation huh. is a, a strong, fervent religious belief. <laughs> Maybe a crusade. <laughs> I stripped my beard <laughs> contemplatively. Oh, look, the Sixth Mendevin Crusade begins. one step too far. <laughs> well, if all else fails, you can always use the money to convince the Church of Abadar. So we go. I mean, uh, Celestine yeah. left apparently ten minutes ago. Oh, so. We should probably catch up with Celestine yep. at some point. I, ho- I, I hope she went to Laurel's house, but I don't really know. Well, I do hope she also is being safe and not rabble-rousing, I guess would be She's the case. not going to rabble-rouse. I was headstrong like her in my youth. Now, honestly, I was a bit more like uh, Rosemary, I suppose, mm. in my youth. Honestly, but, you're still a bit headstrong. Oh, well. I would consider it more thick-skulled at this point. I'm more settled in my ways. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we head to Laurel's house. Or, well, to the Roots and Remedies. Yep. Yeah, I mean, technically it is her Roots house as well. Because, mm. yeah, uh, I mean... Property in this town isn't exactly easy to come across unless you work directly for the Lumber Consortium, so... Yeah, she doesn't actually own a separate house. But Roots and Remedies is big enough, and, you know, she's also just by herself, so it's not like she needs, you know, tons of space. This is all to say that as you approach... You know what, let's go ahead and go to Celestine real quick, because I'm guessing you're heading straight for Roots and Remedies. Yep. So, you arrive first. Is anything, Don't get into a fight, we're 100 rounds away. suspicious? Strangely, no. You expect the place to be... Maybe sacked or, you know, the door to be kicked in or like guards to be standing outside or something. Well, if she doesn't see anything suspicious outside, she'll head in like she's any customer. Yeah. Walking in, Laurel greets you looking up from her book as she's still pounding away at the pestle and mortar. You're not sure that she's moved from that spot since the last time you left three days ago. The the consortium <laughs> hasn't come to bother you, have they? Stopped by a couple of times asking about all of you, but no, not really. The others will be along shortly, I imagine, with the cure. Oh, you you got it? Excellent, that's great news. 
Do you have any? Why are, why are you here by yourself? The others are all okay, right? There was an incident in the road, and I disagreed upon how it was handled. I see. I really don't want to give you any more information lest they try to clump you in as an accomplice. You know how it is around here. I suppose. Well, she sits up. This can wait for later as she pushes aside part of it. While we're here and waiting, would you like me to go on ahead and get some tea ready or anything else? I'm fine. Suppose you wait the intervening ten minutes or so for everybody else to catch up. Um, as the rest of you, again, make your way to Roots and Remedies, seeing no outward sign of distress or Australia issue. wants to keep an oh, eye good. on the way there to see if we're being followed. Yeah, go on and make me a perception check. I will do the same. I'm feeling Absolutely. paranoid. Yes. Grim will attempt to look nonchalant. I'm Grim, make a in bluff blood. check. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> deception? No, yes, true. No, you don't have to make a deception you. check. I take the blood off. No, that would have taken more time. Um, I roll a 13 for a, for a 20 to, okay. to keep an eye out. Uh, 13 for a 17 for Amaranth. Sadly, okay. I roll a 3 okay. for a 10. <laughs> None of you notice anybody following you. I mean, of course, a number of the townsfolk look at you. If nothing else, even if you've managed to hide the presence of blood, you're still covered in leaves and moss and detrius from your fairly recent excursion. Mm. You know, you were just through the woods. That's true. But you make your way to Roots and Remedies, um, none the worse for wear, and nobody seems to be after you. Are we the only people here? I mean, walking inside, Celestine's there as well. Grim just locks the door after we enter. If they have one of those little signs that says, like, open, close, Grim turns it around to close. <laughs> <laughs> she does, and I guess he does. We set the out to lunch to, like, a weird time, like, out to lunch, be back at 5 yeah. p.m. <laughs> Laurel looks at all of the assorted herbs and bric-a-brac that you've assembled here. And then she looks over at you. Are you all right, child? Uh-uh, nope. I heard a whole lot, but we have to make this cure. Yes, you're right. We do. There's not much time. Still, you made it here. That's impressive. Let me begin. She goes on ahead and starts mixing and poking and prodding and bubbling and brewing and all that normal yeah. stuff that she has to do to make any sort of alchemical cure. Amaranth will spend the time uh, cleaning everybody off of all the Clove. blood and evidence that's all are over there. Are there other entrances mm -hmm. to this building? Uh, are there? So there is a back entrance. It's usually just used for deliveries. Um, there is not another entrance, though. There's a back door. I can show it to you. I'm sure I can find it. I'm going to make sure that all the okay. entrances and exits are well secured. Otherwise defensible location. Grim begins making his way to the back, stroking his beard. So, yeah, you lock the back door as well. S slide um, the kitchen table over in front. No. <laughs> can I get some more healing and maybe like Grim does Yeah, I mean, I just I wanted to be able to have the like power back in case health. we ran into a situation where we needed it mid-combat mm. again. Uh, but yeah, I can provide you another thing of healing and sit and meditate on my code. Figure out if I did the right thing. Yeah, I've also got an orange potion that we never identified from the sack of stuff, so I can identify that while that that's going That was an alch alchemical thing, I thought. Oh, yeah. there's tools oh, here. Oh, that's right. It there was tools. So. Uh, can I identify yes. this alchemical thingy? Yes. Go on ahead and make a... Well, technically, I make a crafting check for you. Oh, right, 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 right. I should have interjected with that before I said stuff. Anyway. Clove, looking at this, this is a rather potent mutagen. Hmm. From what you is can there tell... Is nearby? Yeah. 
<laughs> Sadly, no one's tossed a coin to him in ages, but... Ha-ha. Dang no, it. that's the problem. Uh, this is a moderate juggernaut mutagen. Dang. Oh. It increases your resistance to harm at the expense of making you a bit slow and ponderous, but... Ah, oh, I wish I had known what this was. I would have used it. <laughs> nah. Unfortunately, Close, you did like, not. Uh, I'm I'm going to keep this just in case. For when you really need to hulk out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically it does <laughs> cause, that like... Me, not as Amaranth, but okay. <laughs> some strange side effects. and But you also get a healthy glow, even when you're, you know, <laughs> like, blanched out, um, being possessed. Cool. So... Honestly, you probably sit in the um, in the store for hours, more or less watching Laurel work on the cure. As much as maybe Clove would like to help or anybody else as well, Laurel kind of just shoes them away um, as she works better alone. And moreover, she probably has a lot more crafting skill than any of the rest of you. Can I? Um, it's like once an hour or something with this medicine thing, right? Yes, once an hour. So if we're sitting here for multiple hours, can I treat my wounds again? <laughs> yeah. Man, you're real hurt. <laughs> I was at keep seven that, hit points. I mean, every 10 minutes I can heal you for another six. Okay, this is also well, regardless, I'll just, I'll just say that I was healed then. Because I have 36 hour, hit points. Then. Yeah, 36 hit points is what Grim can do in one hour. So. Yep. Oh, that's more than enough then. Yeah. yeah. It, just takes so, me, okay, cool. it just takes me a lot of time. Yeah. But you wait for several hours, basically expecting somebody to burst down the door at any moment. Uh, consortium thugs just come pouring in, probably either arresting or killing you or both. <laughs> Nothing happens for the longest time. As evening wings on toward midnight, there's a sharp, small knock at the door. Like halfling small? Expecting? I mean, it's <laughs> light at the very least. Are you expecting company? Can we peer? Laurel looks up, her eyes tired and red, but otherwise she seems to be okay. No, no, I'm not. Is there like a peephole? I mean, there's windows that go outside, so you could probably just look up. I wish to peep like out the window. The you work here, Clove. Answer the door. I'm <laughs> peeping through a window. Clove, you go first. Very dangerous. <laughs> um, if we're trying fine. to act normal, it's not a half bad idea. Sure. I just peep. I just look through the little window first, and then I'll open the door if it doesn't seem like a bad Grim thing. Grim tries to look nonchalant again. At first, you look up and see no one. You look down and see the form of, well, I mean, Astrea's uncle at the very least. The magistrate is at the yeah, door. The magistrate. He seems to be alone. Shh, Though admittedly, the there could be somebody hiding. <laughs> <laughs> They're in disguise. Clove like looks and says, uh, Astrea, your uncle's here. Uh, I'm going to open the door, I guess. And then she'll open alone? the door. Celestine tenses for where she's been sitting off to the side the whole time. The man imperiously walks in. Astrea, you know that this is... I close the door behind him and lock it. <laughs> Astrea, you know that this is mostly a facade <laughs> as he doesn't imperiously walk anywhere unless he expects to have no members of the Lumber Consortium. This is the one that we said should going. be played by Jason Isaacs, right? I think so, yeah. this a house. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in, glancing up at all of you. Well, quite the mess you've left. How so? Mm, I was speaking with Boss Krieg earlier. He had informed me that some of his men went rogue. Decided to waylay the waylay those out on a certain errand. 
Oh, they no, went, went rogue. rogue. Is I'm that sh- the lie he told you? <laughs> Trust me, I'm well aware that he's lying through his teeth. But you don't do anything about it. Why Shush would Australia. I? No harm, no foul, correct? Australia sure. glares. Why is he letting us off the hook? Frankly, I don't know, and I don't give a d- But if I had to hazard a guess... He's sick. No, he's not. Someone he likes is sick. Bingo. And Mm. he doesn't trust his men to do the job correctly. Interesting. We're happy to help anybody that needs help. (laughs) Well, at the very least, he has reported that several of his men had turned to banditry. They are currently in custody. Well, considering they said they were there on his orders, I somehow doubt it. <laughs> yes, well, but it is your word against we heard theirs. Um. Exactly, and the testimony will back it up, should it go to court. The testimony? There, there is what a court testimony? in this land, right? What's court? What are what? you talking about? Who is this man? Oh, gracious. Oh, he, he, There's no courts here? No, you just get killed or disappear. We've been trying, that's what I've been trying to say all evening. But oh, everything gracious. Is- I believe what our friend here, Amaranth, is attempting to say is, of course, I imagine that we would be presented with a trial if there were anything to come up, as it is required by Enderin law that we receive a trial by our peers. Yes? Were anything to happen that requires such a thing, we will make arrangements. Yeah. But of course, I- nothing happened, right? Well, the only thing that happened is it appears that some members of the Lumber Consortium had decided they weren't making enough money mm. and became highwaymen. Okay. I see. Do you want well. some tea? Oh, yes, quite. Thank you. What is the catch? Amaranth cast prestigitation on that tea, so it's actually hot. So it's been <laughs> sitting there for like three hours. Well, I went to make new tea. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, there are, there's cool nothing else with which to make tea here. You used it all up. Uh, <laughs> Grim leans over Frickin towards and remedies. Estrella. I believe that the catch is we both know what we know. Any tyrant is always the most afraid of its people and we present heroes if we stand against them it makes them seem weak especially if they attempted to take this from us and lost Astrea, you can also make a perception yeah. check if 15 you'd like. for a 22 <laughs> jeez alright <laughs> yikes very perceptive what Grimm says makes sense of course the consortium likely doesn't want to have to deal with a public that has reason to actually go against it. Right now, they have everyone very nice and safely ground under their heel, and they're perfectly content to leave it that way, even with the temporary embarrassment. They don't want that little spark called hope. However, there's one other thing. Taking a glance at your uncle's eyes, you see, maybe just for the faintest moment, a little speck of concern, maybe? Mm -hmm. He likes you. So why did you come here then, just to tell us this? Yes, it seemed that nobody was able to fetch any of you well, inside of the town. I figured you'd probably come here because you'd finished fighting ingredients for the cure and most likely assumed that, well, people were going to be upset with you. I came to tell you that is not the case. And you may mm-hmm. go about your business. Very I bring him some tea. magnanimous of the courts. Oh, yes. The courts have done their job. Um... Do you have a list of everyone that's sick so that we can take them the cure when it's made? I do not have one on me, but it could be made fairly quickly. We'll have a scribe do so when I return home. Is 
what we gave you enough to take care of the town, or do we need to go get more ingredients? No, no, this should be plenty. I mean, there's some unfortunates who passed while you were you know, looking for this. Unfortunately, there wasn't much to do oh. about that. But for the 30 or so odd folks that, by my reckoning, this should be more than enough. Well, thank you, Uncle, for coming to give us this news. We're going to help protect anyway until Laurel finishes, and then I will return home. Suit yourselves. I suppose I'll see you for the family brunch next week? Of course. <laughs> Very good. I'm not going to miss brunch. In that case, uh, the rest of you enjoy your evening, and please don't let me detain you further. Okay. Bye. It was a very insightful conversation. Thank you. Well, he nods, smiling, and then turns and walks out of the shop. Yes. Sleep well. I lock the door behind him, and I clutch my Iomide pendant, and I think about the fact that she didn't lead me wrong on this. So, based on the stories that I've read in my many, many years, what do you think the odds are that we're going to be kidnapped in the middle of the night. Well, it would have just happened if that was going to happen, so I think we're clear for right now. I think that's directly proportionate to something. Hmm? Grim turns back to the alchemist. I understand that you're going to probably need to make a number of batches of this, yes? Y yes, 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 yes. I, I should need to make a, a bunch, yes. Would you be all right with us taking care of the distribution of the cure? Promise to be fair? I will be there. Well, I think Clove will keep <laughs> that us That will. Honest. That child is a firebrand if you've ever yes. heard of one. I, as a champion and paladin of Torak, I guarantee you that I will be as fair as can now, be. Between Clove's words and yours, uh, works for me. Oh, because then people will like us. And it makes it much more difficult for us to disappear. Oh. So we need to scream our names far and wide to make sure everybody knows it was us. Oh, I okay. can do that. I can fly to everybody's window and scream your name. Oh, I think that I like might be really, I thought that was a fantastic idea, Reggie. They may, they may not like you if you just yell at them. But your Yay. cuteness will help. Everybody will be like, it's the one elf in town and also the flying squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie delivery service. Yes. Oh, man. As long as the parcels Letters. are very small. But yes, there are many ways to fight a war. And popular opinion is one of those. Ah, we mean to employ the old hearts and minds tactic then. I think they call it public relations. Yes. Oh, we can also talk to Lady Sirthana Gensar at the Church of Iomade because she would be really helpful. She always wants to help the town. She's a pal, or she's a champion oh, too. Then we know mm -hmm. that she is trustworthy. Well, is there a batch ready or should we all retire? I, I mean, I was kind of serious about the wanting to protect this tonight just because I, I, I love my uncle, too. but I don't trust him. If um, Grim makes his way forward, almost a little, uh, not quite sheepish, but... If there's any of the cure available now, I know someone oh, in yeah. dire need. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me just a moment. Let me uh, let me get this in a, in a vial for you. Thank you. We all did exceptionally well. I think we should take great pride in what we've accomplished. Hey, after after we distribute all the stuff, do y'all want to go back out there and see about this kobold king? Because that seemed kind of interesting. Well, I know I do. I think we'd have to, to get to the culprit who's caused this plague, now that we know that there is a culprit, it's not just naturally occurring. Well, especially if he's going to release another plague of some kind, we probably need to. Perhaps the point hmm. at which that they infected the city. The well. We should maybe do some investigations here, hmm. see what we can find out first. 
It is best, as Celestine was implying there, to have as much information, to prepare as much as possible before also, you enter um, the Also, Amaranth, are you on sabbatical long enough to hang out and do this, or, like, are you leaving? Oh, no, I took a whole year off, so I've got plenty of time. This really isn't the place I would have chosen for a year-long vacation. This town is horrible. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did plan on seeing a couple of other sites, but I can always change my plans. Nothing was really set in stone. And you this is actually surprisingly interesting. It's also a matter of perspective. For an elf, a year is like a long weekend. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Four-day weekend. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yep. Well, I am going to return to home. I need to start tanning this pelt Be before careful. it starts to rot. Would you like me oh, nice. to walk with you? No, that's all right. I live out on the outskirts. Really. It's in the opposite direction of your orchard. Have a good evening. Uh, Bye. Well. Do you think she's still mad? I believe so. It seems like. But... In youth, the fire cools like the forge. If it is not constantly stoked and tended, eventually it will grow cold. No, I should wait so, so that it cools You should keep off. provoking her? No. If oh. There is such a thing as too hot of a forge. You have to have the proper temperature to... And then he spends the next five hours telling you how things. to make something out of metal. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Would you like to know how to make an iron dagger? Are you mansplaining my job to me? I think it'd probably at this point it'd be more dwarf splaining. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying because Australia would dwarf stop her. splaining. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we're gonna organize the bejesus out of this dispersal, and we're gonna heal all the people. I mean, Celestine yeah. will come back in the morning to help with the dispersal, but she's still grumpy. Yeah. I figure Australia probably is gonna go uh, contact the sheriff as well. Oh, and uh, I'll go talk to the, the get paladin. his help. Sounds good. Though there is still one last matter to attend to, I think. Grim, you're able to obtain a vial of the cure and bring it on home. Yes. You catch yourself probably walking a little faster than usual. Not sure. often that time feels to be of the essence to you, but right now it's like I've got to sure. get there as soon as I can. I'm moving at 25 feet per round. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get you the run feet somehow, even though I don't know if that's... No, I think that is a I'm, thing. I'm so eyeing I'm dash once we get some feet. general feats, bringing my speed up to yeah. 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I've never understood the whole thing where, you know, if you're short-legged, you can't keep up. I'm like, no, short people have to learn to keep Maybe up. Maybe that's what the dash feet is. For every one of your that's steps. That's when you learn to keep oh. up. Oh. Maybe. But we learned very yeah, I early. guess so. Or you all have the dash? No, I don't know. Well, I think halflings have a twenty-five. I think halflings have a yeah. twenty-five foot. Halflings movement, so have twenty-five. Yeah, you already keep up with humans. We dwarves are just kind of. Well, they're kind of. We're a little weighted down. Yeah. Well, and they're also exceedingly patient. So it's like one of those. I can wait a very sure. long time to get where I'm going. You're like ants. Yes. Except in this yep. case, I yeah. do. I do make my way along at uh, at a faster pace than usual. It is, of course, exceptionally late at night before you're able to leave Roots and Remedies. Laurel doesn't have a full dose of the cure for you until, honestly, nearly one in the morning. As you make your way, the orchard looks quiet from here. You're not necessarily expecting a lot of noise, but uh, the, there is no smoke out of the chimney. The lights have all been turned off. Mind you, you only really keep lights on if you need to read or anything like that anyway. Because, you know, dwarves. Sure. You open the front door and see your daughter-in-law sleeping on the couch out front. She seems to have cried recently. 
I swear to God, Ross, I will drive we'll climb down through this computer screen and punch you in the face and just turn around and leave. <laughs> and say, do I need to remove my headphones? Grim. Probably probably the first time since he set off, you know, just the weight of this kind of weighs down on him. You know, unslings the shield, sets it down, makes his way over, places a hand on her shoulder. Hildy. You Hildy. push her as she stirs. Gr- Grim? Grim, is that she you? All right. She's holding on for now. Were no. you successful? <laughs> he... Grim pulls up the, the vial and places it in her hand. Yes. Oh, thank the gods. Yes. Thank the gods indeed. You know, the potion immediately. Yeah, what are you waiting for? <laughs> this is a cutscene. Nothing happens in a cutscene. I quit coming up. I'm not that cruel. Maybe Rick is, but I'm not. Rick is. Press A to keep the vial. And. <laughs> Yeah, Grim, Grim helps her up, makes his way to the room, pushes it open, looks in on Ashra. Ashra's definitely looked better. She looks to be extraordinarily pale, and her, her cheeks are somewhat sunken, but she's still breathing. It is a ragged breath, but she's able to still soldier on. Grim makes his way over, probably feeling particularly cumbersome in all of his armor and everything in this yeah. child's room where he's never worn it before takes off his gauntlets and leans down and pushes the pillow so that she's sitting up more as he uncorks the vial with his teeth. Ashra. Ashra. Come on. It takes about a minute or so, but she eventually opens one eye. Uh, I need you to drink this. I'm going to pinch your nose because this this smells pretty bad, but just one big gulp. That's it. Like, like Tora get the halls when he's doing the contest right <laughs> you remember when Don Gravet spiked his bead yes that, like that <laughs> children's stories he tilts oh it up never, never take an eye off of your beer anyway that's an object lesson <laughs> teaching him young but he tilts it back and you know massages her throat some she downs it in one gold there you go. sputtering a bit <laughs> good girl mm, that tastes so bad we'll have some apple juice for you mm. here just sit up Grim gets to his feet, goes into the kitchen. Imagine takes his holy symbol and stares off out the window contemplatively, <laughs> thanking Torag for the amazing people he led into his path to help him to this point. Pour some Aww. some apple juice. Pours another glass for himself of the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, I need a drink after all this. Grim's Don't get those hard mixed cider. back up. It goes back. <laughs> Grim's hard si- cider. Yeah. The rest of the night passes. For the rest of you, I mean, none of you really have relations in town with the exception of Estrella. Your dad, of course, mm-hmm. welcomes you back, um, hugging you fiercely <laughs> uh, as he sees you again. Though for Amaranth and Celestine and Clove, it's a somewhat more bittersweet, I suppose, moment. I mean, of course, you've done something to take great pride in, but there may not necessarily be someone to share it with right now. Laurel. True. Yeah, Laurel the very least. I mean, Amaranth her... at least has Reggie. I don't have anyone. Uh, true. <laughs> the wolf pelt. <laughs> oh, come on. Gross. Really? I don't know. I don't know. 
People Jeez. talk to stuffed animals and stuff. I don't know. A wolf pelt She's isn't a stuffed me, animal. I Jeez. Well, I do It's like a Build-A-Bear before you fill it full fluff. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh That's Gracious. Really I don't like it at all. Gracious. It's a big old Build-A-Bear. <laughs> Fine. She talks to her sword. How about that? Oh, Slashy, you'll never leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. Just don't hug Slashy. <laughs> not, not a good wow. idea. Right. Slashy we're, just wants a big old. We're hug. moving on now. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. moving on. Yes, we are. <laughs> there we are. But the next day, all of you are able to assemble and start distributing the cure to those who need it. The townsfolk, for the most part, are extraordinarily grateful. The ones who don't express their gratitude are those that are rather far along in the progression of the disease, but everyone makes a full recovery. Yay! It is a week later that the magistrate invites all of you to his manor. Ooh. He invites all of you and any uh, family members or guests of your choice. Amaranth brings Reggie. <laughs> That's his plus one. There's wow. a part of me where this feels like a red wedding situation. I, so, I, I, know. Know. I was like, oh. I just go by myself because I'm worried. Yeah. Well, and, and imagine my granddaughter's still recovering. So She is, though she's doing a lot better um, over the course of the week. So Grim puts on his uh, his nice priestly robes, uh, complete with his breastplate. Oh yeah, <laughs> and his hammer. And yeah, shield. they're 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 all accoutrement of the office of a priest. <laughs> I mean, I probably bring my parents with me. Yeah, nobody stops any of you if you bring weapons or armor. I mean, you're welcome to. Cool. So gathered around, of course, are all of you. Laurel is here as well. She was invited separately, so... Other than that, the only other person in attendance is one single member of the Lumber Consortium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boss Creed. No, not Boss Creed. Um, he's, oh, that's good. He's not there. No, instead he sent his flunky Payday Tedum. Oh. Oh, that guy. Yep. Payday, for his part, seems to be spending his time mostly just gulping down the... Somewhat watered down beer in Grimm's uh, estimation. I'm sorry, I, I asked for a beer. You appear to have given me warm yak pee. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one is rather similar to another. Uh, it's the best beer in all of human lands. Anyway, no. <laughs> but the magistrate stands up, giving a slight ding to the side of his mug. His clay mug says so more of a doo, 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 doo. Mm-hmm. hello and welcome. I wanted to take a moment to personally thank all of you for your service to the town of Falcon's Hollow. Yes, it seems that our brave, some might say foolhardy, though not I, of course. Mm-hmm. He smirks. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he never claimed you're foolhardy, especially not at the beginning of this adventure. Mm-hmm. Estrella is just grinning. <laughs> Our brave adventurers who have done the city a great deed. It is my great honor to declare the 21st of Serenith the day of Foxtrot Squadron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not named. I thought that was just our own name. I didn't realize that was our actual team name. I yeah, don't know. of course. What else oh, would yeah. it be? Uh, man, that's I, I told people. I told people when I was handing out the cure. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 
We'll call it Foxtrot Day. Yes. Yeah, there you go. We'll all dance the Foxtrot. by dancing in the streets. In honor, he continues, I have prepared a medal for each of you. These are handed out by one of the many, many servants in the employ of the magistrate. Each one is a is actually made out of gold. Um, it bears the well, it actually bears the face of Magistrate uh, Farn himself. Oh my god! Oh what? Uh, Harg, is this? Magistrate Harg himself. Uh, seriously? Yeah. The resemblance is uncanny. Close. Like, how much money could we have used? We could have used this money for so many other things. Well, it's yeah, been used it's just gold plated and not solid gold. Thinking. It appears to be made out of gold. You can check if you want to see if it really is. Definitely I not going to do that I in do front of him, check. but later. We're going to have Grim inspect it. Yeah, when I he turns it. around, I just bite the edge of it, yeah. <laughs> Grim. Yeah, it's not real gold. Um, it's gold plated. You think probably iron, judging by the taste. Mmm, tasty iron. Tastes like blood. It is, of course... Also, my great pleasure to declare that this day shall be remembered henceforth as a festival day until such time as I am elected out and somebody tries to change it. This gives a gets a small <laughs> chuckle from a few of the attendees. So it passes here. for humor here. Gallows <laughs> <laughs> humor, if ever there was one. Because there You're, aren't elections. Uh, Wait, I did it, huh? <laughs> There's no elections here. I thought this was a democracy. Oh, there are. Elections. She does the air quotes thing. Think less land of the free and more people's republic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's a smart person joke right there. Yeah, but it's true. (laughs) Super true. Zing. All right. Uh, But other than that, thank you so much for your service to our city, for helping so many lives, and for securing... A lifetime of great fortune for Falcon's Hollow. A toast! Fortune. Yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, Maranthal Rewards. Hopefully, wine glass. Hopefully, sure. there's a half decent wine. I have apple here. cider in my glass. There is wine. Half decent would be giving it too much credit. Humans never waiting long enough for the wine. Well, it's <laughs> just more he hasn't brought out the good stuff. Not for this. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really that important or anything. It's been aged like all of two years. It's like mm, two years. Man, it's like they've... it's basically just tangy grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> they just poured Lightly a bit of rum alcohol into some grape juice and called <laughs> it a day. So your, your, grape, your grape juice appears to have turned. <laughs> some wine snobs over here. Oh gracious! From there, of course, there's some clapping. Mostly polite, though you'll note that, Estrella, your parents are actually clapping and cheering quite <laughs> loudly. Yay. <laughs> they are very proud of you. Yeah, grand celebration, and everyone cheers. It's like yes. the end of that Star Wars movie. <laughs> yep. You know the yeah. one. It is, oh, yeah. yeah. there you, you go. Kind of, The first yeah. one? <laughs> Reggie's a Chewbacca who doesn't get a medal. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> Reggie, no! the real hero Reggie. of the entire tale! Yep. And then afterwards, we all toast, and then we do like the jump up in the air and like the you know, freeze frame. By <laughs> and then it freeze frames. It's, uh, it's an 80s kids movie. I don't, you know. Oh, it man. is the Scratch yes. freeze frame. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. Anyway. <laughs> You'll also note that Reggie has bitten the metal as well, following Grimm's lead to see if it's really gold. <laughs> don't eat that, Reggie. That's not food, I don't think. No, no, no. I'm just trying to see if it's real. The, the results are inconclusive. 
How would you know what's real and what's not? That's because I don't actually. I didn't think of that until I bit into it. How much magic did I put into you? I don't know. Are you smarter than me? Maybe. I have to know. There must be further investigations. <laughs> Quick, to the makeshift laboratory. You could set up a laboratory <laughs> you, in my house because I live by myself. I actually put one in my in-room. And by you're laboratory, just, I mean my notebooks. You're where going I've been taking to stay notes. in an in-room for a year. You have that kind well, of I mean, money? I did make a sizable amount of gold, and I don't really have anywhere well, else to stay. Well, I just Clove invited you to live in my house like six times. Stay. Or you can stay in a shack in the woods with me. Or I think wow, uh, you make it sound so nice. like a shack or something. <laughs> Man, totally negging on her own place. <laughs> it's you know, literally she's got a house shack. out there. She just doesn't want anybody to come no, out with No, it's her. literally a shack in the woods. <laughs> we could just make a new house because we have lots of money. We could make a cool house for us and we only invite nice people. You mean like a clubhouse? I was thinking like a lodge. Have you ever read any of those Pathfinder stories? Oh, well, yes. But lodges are expensive and quite expensive locations. But, and well, I think you might have remember, to get approval for them or something. Well, my uncle or anyone else that we found all that shiny stuff. That's true. We could make a secret lodge in the woods or on the orchard. <gasps> we could make an actual tree I, I was house, going to. Like I was going to ask if you knew how to, but then I thought that might be inconsiderate. Oh, it's completely inconsiderate because I don't have a clue, but we could. Ah. It would be a fun project. Uh, Maybe I could infuse some magic into it to get Astra's it to levitate. Wanted, uh, uh, no, no. No levitating on the farm, but Astra has been wanting a treehouse, so that would be acceptable. <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic reason to learn a little woodworking. Um, maybe if we keep learning magic, huh? Well, yes. I can use the Unseen Servants and just tell them what to do. And so guarantee that, way I can that you don't magic become any more construction fit. at the same time. <laughs> so does that mean you're going to stay with Clove? <laughs> it sounds like we're going to build a fun lodge out in a treehouse on the orchard. Yeah, but that's going to take time. We well, he can There's stay. There's an old oak tree time, on the back. We? Welcome to I it. I mean, <gasps> fun. Excellent. I'm not going to live in a treehouse. I think we should have a real lodge, and then we have a treehouse. It could be attached, like a little tower. Like, if it's a real house in a tree, yes. But if it's, like, a child's treehouse, no. Well, it depends on the size of the oak tree. You see, if they're big enough, you can actually put a quite large structure on them. That's... We'll just have to see. I'm okay with. Let's all... Apparently, we're all just going to get really drunk and go out to the orchard and look at a tree. Yep, and decide let's all if we can get build really a drunk house. and go out to my orchard. <laughs> and then get further yep. drunk Everyone on cider. Everyone, finish your drinks here. Let's go get the good stuff. <laughs> leads the way out. It's like, <laughs> we all just drunkenly sway out of this party like, to the next it's party. It's like a nice, nice party, and these medals are great, but we got good stuff on the orchard. So. The real reward was the friendship we made the along the way. The real cure was the friendship yeah. we made. And the, the drunken carpentry lasted long into the night. <laughs> <laughs> Something vaguely resembling a treehouse was made. Uh, <laughs> structurally unsound because no. none of oh us my. are carpenters. It was structurally sound because uh, Grim has tenants to follow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we can do shoddy work. One of those tears on this is that for me. It's, uh, yeah, it's, pretty it's number one. Higher higher dang it. Intentionally work. creating inferior <laughs> works. Yeah, that's, that's number one. <laughs> That's right up there with me not no. showing mercy to my enemies. So I must intentionally make oh, a good no. treehouse and also utterly murder any wasps. Um, <laughs> they are also an enemy of my people. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, that's right. I do follow Kalistra. I don't think. Yeah, oh, we can't kill the Oh, buddies. <laughs> oh gosh, the half elf and the elf chat about Kalistra, and she's like, I follow the lust part. <laughs> Funny enough, so does Amaranth. <laughs> <laughs> Twist. Huh? So how drunk oh. are we? No, just. Kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna roll the system getting drunk. Australia's I'm sorry. Australia's probably watching me. Oh, you're drunk. Because uh, she follows Kate and Kayleen and probably knows how to hold her drink. <laughs> That's <Probably>. fair. Chloe <laughs> pretends to be drunk because I stated earlier she was drinking apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to belong. Oh yeah, you're underage. Well, I mean, not really. Not in this world, for but this town. But, I've, I've yeah. got soft cider that's only like twelve percent. She probably drink that. She just doesn't like the ale they have in town. It's like mm. a uh, uh, what? What is that stuff? The Smirnoff Ice or whatever? Oh, yeah. Stuff that barely counts as alcohol. I love those. Yeah, for the, for those oh, the I really want to do like them. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Grim, I like uh, them. I'm not ashamed Grim of it. Grim does have Grim's They're Applejack, <laughs> which nice. is forty nice. percent. So it's forty oh, percent. Basically, it's flammable. So <laughs> yikes! <laughs> I'll put some hair on your chest. And we Sir. build a treehouse. And. From there, we'll go on ahead and close this chapter of our tales from Darkmoon Vale. But there's still more to do out there, it seems. Maybe someday we'll be able to get back and see what that kobold king's up to. I thought Ross was going to do a crossfade. It's like we fade out from there and then we fade down to a creepy underground lair where a king of kobolds sits on a throne and goes, ah! and then that ends. <laughs> 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 little after credit stinger. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, All right. and we'll leave off there for now with our heroes triumphant, the Lumber, the Lumber Consortium, maybe not defeated, but cowed, and with another threat looming off in the distance. And as is the traditional saying when we complete a story, mm. and nobody died. <laughs> and nobody, and nobody died. died. I did get the dying one. <laughs> but yeah, nobody true. died, and that's what hey, counts. So far, Jessica, second only edition. one quarter died. <laughs> it would not be the end of a second edition adventure if Jessica didn't almost die. I was going to say, you've been down in every like, society thing I've ever Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hollow's Last Hope is copyright 2007. Hollow's Last Hope and the Game Mastery module line are trademarks of Paizo. All Game Mastery images are property of Paizo and used with permission.